Andrew's Daily Five. Five. mammals but they're biggest on the land so when i say please step away i know you'll understand they've got two tusks up front for fighting or digging in the dirt so you can see how easily you'd end up getting hurt get out of the way get out of the way the elephants are coming through your town today get out of the way get out of the way the elephants are coming through your town today Hey, I'm Andrew. Join Lydia and me as we count down our favorite They Might Be Giants kids songs. Let's rock and roll. Roll. All right, welcome back. This is the second to last episode, our top 10. You just heard Elephants as the intro song. Love that song. My kids also love that song. It's Danny Weinkoff once again. Um, yes. He has written he has written three children's songs for TMBG, and I'm going to be talking about one of them in just a bit. But I, I love the elephant song because it actually does list off um, some useful biology facts, which is neat. Got to get your kids familiar with their African animal biology, you know? Right. <laughs> or zoology, I should say. Zoology, perhaps. There's zoology in there, too. You teased it earlier in the countdown how much you love this next one. So what is your number 10? Okay, so this is the Bloodmobile. It is another song from Here Comes Science, the absolute masterpiece of a kid's album, and it actually comes right next to Electric Car. So we have two different car-rated songs at the beginning of the album, which just goes to show you how obsessed TMBG is of writing songs about cars. (laughs) Um, But um, this is a very fun song because it involves um, the great Robin Goldwasser once again, this time singing with John Linnell, and um, it basically does just this fantastic job of personifying um, the different, the different roles of the human body in in helping um, blood make its way through the body, and so it, it it personifies the circulatory system as the blood mobile, a delivery service inside us. And then you have like different like parts of the course explaining what it does, like to carry oxygen, nutrients, things that fight infection, do the trash collection, and deliver the mail. Like to me, this is very close to like schoolhouse rock levels of edutainment like this this honestly help just really helps me like remember what my circulatory system actually does not to mention there's like a chant midway through the song that explains like even like the different parts and different sides of the heart but what especially makes this song fun and keeps it from going too much into a place of just reciting off scientific jargon is that um is that Linnell and, and Robin basically like become like a bunch of different like like characters right like at one point you have like the garbage guy talking about how he loves the voices of waste in the <laughs> in the in the blood like it, it it just feels like a little mini musical about how the uh, about how the circulatory system works so i think it's quite an achievement but then also you just got a really great chorus like the blood mobile the blood mobile yep. it's just it's just it's just really on point it's fantastic. So let's take a listen. Great pick. Yeah, here it is. The Bloodmobile. The Bloodmobile. The Bloodmobile. A delivery service inside us. We begin in the heart's right ventricle and travel to the lungs. Red blood cells get oxygen to take back to the heart. Then from the left side of the heart and out to 
peace inside us. The white blood cells are soldiers that fight infectious germs. They make the antibodies their weapons in the fight. The army is transported wherever they must go. the heart or regulate your hunger or your sleep the hormones are the message they're sent from many glands the messengers the blood somebody's got to haul out the trash to the liver and the kidneys it's not a pretty job carbon dioxide gets carried to the lungs to be exhaled and the garbage truck is the blood yeah, and I love the garbage dude's voice. I really like that guy. <laughs> I also really like all those, like, just echoey, like, synth and organ riffs and whatever. Uh, John Linnell, you can really tell, is having a lot of fun with just all these little cascady sounds. Yeah, this is a great one. He likes that. Okay, my next one, number nine, is Definition of Good. This is from Y, 2015. Uh, Linnell sang this one. I just love the randomness of this, this song. It's so random. Um, he's just talking about things that are defining good. So what is good? Clams, secretly smiling at clam jokes, mixing pieces from two different board games, and, of course, listening to the work of Captain Beefheart. Um, just a fantastic song. It's, it's just got some cool little references in it. Um, so here's my number nine, and that is Definition of Good. Smiling at clam jokes. Oh, definition of good. Conversations in fake Russian accent. Food that's colored wrong. Ping pong balls or eyes. Blanket over the dinner table makes a house. Spin until you fall down. President in a wig. Cardboard box at a large appliance came. of good two flamingos engaging in a fruit fight oh definition of good listening to the work of captain beef heart paper cup for a snout everyone in a pile mixing pieces from two different board games sleeping in the bathtub candy wax lips Stored in a larger version of itself. Oh, definition of good. Unbelievably real shadow pop bits. Awesome. I see, I, I don't see this song just as entirely random. Like, I think it's like building off of the idea of how memories are implanted on, on kids' heads. Like, to me, this this song kind of just lists off all the little details about about the world that, you know, a child's mind would just perceive it and see as beautiful. So there's something, like, very pure about it. Not to mention you've got some awesome bass clarinet in there as well. Yeah, that's a good point. I like that. All right, my number eight pick is... Um, you might know I mentioned earlier I love Danny Wienkoff's songwriting. Um, I am a paleontologist. Yes. This is yet another song <laughs> from Here Comes Science, which if you can't tell right now, I'm quite impressed with Here Comes Science. And this song honestly just kind of works on its own. It's just a great, like, geek rock kind of song. Like, it is literally just 
basically sung from the perspective of a paleontologist who is like excitedly explaining all the things he enjoys about his, about his job. Um, he explains like all the different tools he uses and like his criteria for finding different kinds of dinosaurs. Like I think my favorite word from the song is, could it be an herbivore crushing plants with grouted teeth or a ferocious carnivore that moves so quickly on its, on its feet? Like, um, this is this song is basically the musical equivalent of walking through a dinosaur museum. Not to mention that it rocks, and yep. Danny Winkoff just throws himself into it. Um, let's take a listen. Here it is. I love digging in the dirt with just a pick and brush. Finding fossils is my aim, so I'm never in a rush. Cause the treasures that I seek. Things like the Velociraptor's jaw or Archaeopteryx's wings. Now all the kids who want to see them are lining up at our museum. I am a paleontologist. That's who I am. That's who I am. It's like pieces of a puzzle that I love to try and solve It's so fun to think about how a species has evolved And all the kids who want to see them can check them out that here's the thing kids are obsessed with dinosaurs you know and so like this is perfect for kids they are and so i love how they have i love how they have actual kids voices in this song just naming different dinosaur names again that'll imprint it on kids heads and perhaps motivate them to memorize more names of dinosaurs and of course you got that awesome i keep digging 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 (laughs) digging refrain like i said this song this song rocks it really does which since paleontologists are kind of looking at at rocks oftentimes to find fossils (laughs) in them it makes sense that you would maybe write a rock song okay it works (laughs) (laughs) but see like kids like that's the thing is kids want to be a paleontologist they love dinosaurs they think it'd be so awesome they see jurassic park like that would be a cool thing and so like this is a fun song to sort of reinforce that and then they get into college and they're like okay maybe not um okay number seven is the house at the top of the tree this is from no um i wanted to read this this is a little long but this is really funny in a generally questionable guide for the 10th anniversary reissue of this album john and john provided the backstory for this song quote we were once attacked by a house cat that was driven insane by the crinkling sound of our potato chip bag The bag was made of some kind of super strong plastic foil and the top was so well glued together that no amount of effort could get it open. After many minutes of trying to tear it open with our bare hands, we looked up to see the cat entering the room with its fur standing on end and its pupils wildly dilated. The cat jumped into the air and slashed open the bag, spilling out all the chips. Then it started coming after Flansburg, who defended himself with a rolled up bamboo curtain. 
That cat wanted us dead. However, we survived and were inspired to write this song. For poetic reasons, the cat was changed to a mouse. That is just fantastic. I love that when I read that, I was like, okay, this is getting read. Um, what a fun song this is. This is a song that I just can never get enough of. And so this is why I put it so high on my list. Um, John Linnell is on the lead vocals. Let's take a listen to The House at the Top of the Tree. There's a house at the top of a tree. There's a house at the top of a tree. In the house there's a room, in the room there's a chair, and sitting in the chair is you. There's a nose at the end of a snout. Of a dog with his head out the window Of a car that's driving away from the tree And at the top of a tree There's a house and in the house There's a room and in the room There's a chair and in the chair is you There's a plan to eat the house In the mind of a mouse in the woods And the mouse in the woods has a smell That's detected by the nose At the end of a snout of a dog And the dog has his head out the window of a car And the car is driving away from the tree And at the top of a tree There's a house and in the house There's a room and in the room There's a chair and in the chair is you There are no more potato chips left In the empty bag in your hand And the crumpling sound of the empty bag Makes the mice get mad And when the mice get mad It leads to a plan to eat the house And the plan's in the mind of the mouse in the woods And the mouse in the woods has a smell That's detected by the nose At the end of a snout of a dog And the dog has his head out the window of a car And the car is driving away from the tree And at the top of a tree There's a house and in the house There's a room and in the room There's a chair and in the chair is you And the reason there are no more chips in the empty bag in your hand is that the crumpling sound of the empty bag makes the mice get mad, which leads to a plan to eat the house. But just in time, the dog arrives to give to the mouse the potato chips that you took from the bag and gave to the dog to deliver to the mouse so the mouse would not eat you. Man, I really love that um, featuring of the carnival organ You're right. in the song. Um, <laughs> and it's a very, it really goes with the way this song rather like spirals around like a little musical carousel. But I, I, I really like the kind of nature of this song and how it gets like faster and faster and more lyrically convoluted. It's a lot like the classic children's su- tune, like there's a hole in the bottom of the sea. You right, know, I wouldn't right. be surprised if this was inspired by that, where it just gradually keeps like putting more and more things in the hole in the bottom of the sea. Like this kind of builds off of that way of explaining what all of the different like mice are doing with the potato chip bag and, and whatever. Um, and, and it just is something that's very delightfully twisty in a way that intrigues kids in a Dr. Seuss sort of way, but also intrigues adults with, with, with how well Linnell was able to handle that mouthful of lyrics. <laughs> good, uh, yeah, good point. All right. Okay, for my number six pick, I have yet another song from Here Comes Science, <laughs> My Brother the Ape. Um, and this, to me, just absolutely works, just objectively, as just a really catchy John Linnell tune. And 
this is a song that I believe the purpose of is to ultimately like teach kids about the interconnectedness of the animal kingdom, but it does so, again, you'll see this is a recurring pattern in Team BG's kids' music, by, by telling a story that maybe nicely disguises the educational side of things, you know, rather than going down a super didactic route. Um, and so you have just, just hilarious narration of um, John saying that he's been invited to a family reunion, but there's a bunch of animals at the family reunion. And so he talks a lot about, like, how, how, how reluctant he is to meet all of his animal relatives. And you have some really funny lines just like, my cousin the shrimp and stuff like that <laughs> um I, actually the line is i look more like a chimp than i look like my cousin the shrimp um <laughs> so you kind of give kids an opportunity to maybe compare themselves to the different animals out there and the another lyric is my distant kin the egret so you're kind of just throwing out some a nice variety of animal names beyond the typical you know lions and tigers and bears but i just want to say that from a musical standpoint um, this song really hooks me. Again, this is probably one of my most listened songs from Team BG's Kids Catalog. Um, there's just a really kind of upbeat melody to this that actually features the stylophone solo halfway through. It just goes do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Like, um, they had, um, Team BG had used the stylophone before on their album The Elts a little bit, but they don't have many songs with stylophone in it, so it's kind of a treat to hear that. Um, but there's just some really lovely, you know, nasally harmonies in the chorus as well. My brother, the ape, and it just it just has a really nice flow to it, especially in the little bridge um, where he says, like, they say we look alike. Like it just even if you if you were to change around the lyrics a little bit and make this song like not about animals, it would actually work really well. But then it's even better that it's actually about what it's what it's about. You know, like this is this is definitely I think one of one of their most one of their strongest, most satisfying kids songs. Sweet, let's take a listen. My brother the ape. Well I got the invitation that you sent to everyone. And I told you family picnics weren't exactly my idea of My brother the ape, my brother the ape, 
yeah, some really cool instrumentation. I, I'm glad you picked that one. You've got you've got kind of like an instrumental intro, sort of like sort of like an electric car. I kind of appreciate the fact that they're kind of like leading up into the lyrics, you know, because a lot of kids' songs are like incredibly hyper and just like throw stuff at you right out the gate. I kind of like that they're kind of showing kids what the instrumentation of like maybe like a, a, a normal like adult pop rock song would, would kind of sound like and they're kind of just introducing them to these more like mature kinds of sounds which is great absolutely cool all right we'll be back again tomorrow with the five best they might be giants kids songs Woo. and we'll see you then all right r is for red o is for orange y is for yellow and g is for green b is for blue i for indigo and b is for violet and that spells roy g